Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design, and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Ephesians chapter number 2 from verse 4. We'll read all the way to verse 10. Um, it's not a long read, amen, but let's read together. I want to go. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Has he loved you? Can you give the Lord a shout? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Even when we were what? Dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved. Now, before we go on, I feel in my heart, and prophecy is here, amen? amen. I feel in my heart that many of you will take this teaching series and you will become design experts. Amen. Speaking about masterpieces, there should be masterpieces. You know, I've told you before that every the power of God is here. Wow. I've told you that before that whenever we, whenever we teach about finances, the power of God is present to make people prosperous. If it's a prayer meeting, the presence of God is present to help people to pray. Right? If it's a worship meeting, you'd be shocked at how much audaciousness in worship, liberty in worship. If we are speaking design concepts, because this is a design class. Amen? Then the result, and I'm speaking prophetically, the result will be masterpiece creations. Amen. You will not only exist, Amen. you will live. Amen. Many people are existing. You will not just exist. Your impact will be felt in this world. Your contribution will be benefited. Amen. People will benefit from you. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. You're not only going to buy from people, people will buy your stuff. Amen. They will buy with your name on it. Amen. They will buy inventions from your spirits. Oh, I'm prophesying this morning. I said they will buy inventions from your spirits. And everything that is needed to bring it to pass, the connections, the people, the open doors, the access, I speak in the name of Jesus that God has given it to you. Amen. So as you are listening, don't just listen to a, a nice Christmas message. Glory, hallelujah. The anointing of God's spirit. Some of you, your eyes will be popping open to see things you can create. Glory, hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because out of you will come things that will save this world. Amen. You know, it's the pattern. It's the pattern of God. It's the pattern of God to send us Jesus to save the world. But you know, people are still birthing things to save the world. And you're not going to be left out. Some of you, it will be ideas that will come while you're baiting. It will come in your bathroom. You will write it down. You will run with it. 
and nations will hear your voice. You see that joy that we celebrated when you were born? It's not in vain. It's because a solution came. Joy to the world, not just Jesus alone. Joy to the world, Dilis. Joy to the world, Opeemi. Joy to the world, but Folashade. Joy to the world. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. You know, as we prayed in the spirit, I knew prophecy well, though, but I just didn't know what the spirit of God would have us say. And then, this is it. How many of you are design masters here? You may not have seen anything. See, listen. You will not only come and use what other people produce, you will contribute. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You not only use nice phones, you will create inventions too. Glory, hallelujah. Your inventions will be talked about all around the world. And the Lord says to tell you, do it in faith. Some of you, eh, your creations will go before you into cities to open the door for you to come. You say, who made this masterpiece? Then they will invite you. Some of you are not hearing what I'm saying. But in the name of Jesus, your heart is open. In the name of Jesus, your spirit is alert. And you are receiving these words. Glory, hallelujah. Do you feel the power of God here? I can sense his glorious presence here. God is giving people creative ideas. He's making you creative geniuses. You know, many of you from this series, you will have eureka moments. Many light bulb moments will shine in your heart. For some of you, you will know who to call. You will know who to partner with. You will know who to do business with. You will know who to go into your next season with. That anointing is resting upon you right now. Glory, hallelujah. Can you give the Lord a shout? Glory! Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. It says, even when, let's read together. Even when we were what? Dead in what? In sin, he quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. Next verse. And had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. Yeah? For by grace are you saved through faith and that's not of yourselves is the gift of God. Verse 9. Not of works lest any man should what? Should boast. Next verse. He says for we are his what? Workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto what? Unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Are you excited about this? You see in this verse 10 you see the, the, the series title. Workmanship, masterpieces. Good works, master plans. He created you for good works. That's his master plan. And he wants you, look at this. He wants you to do what? To walk in them. Glory, hallelujah. Do you know not many people walk in the good works that God has created for them to walk in? Oh, it's just like saying everybody is saved. Is everybody saved? But didn't God create a good work for everybody's salvation? 
Glory, hallelujah. Are you ready to receive God's word? You may be seated. God bless you. I have something wonderful to share with you today. The episode title is Family Tree. Family Tree. So if you look around you, you would probably have noticed many Christmas trees. <laughs> but many times, you know, one of the things that has plagued this world is doing things with, without understanding. Let me put it like this. Doing things because you met it here. That's one of the things that has that is responsible for the backwardness in the world. People do things, they don't ask. You know, when I was a teenager, the Spirit of God told me to always inquire and ask questions. Like, for example, why do we lift up our hands when we worship? Why? Why do we shout? You know, many times people don't shout because they're like, what's all this? Why are we making this pastor happy? You're not shouting to make the pastor happy. The pastor came with God's happiness. Amen. There are so many things making me happy already. When we shout in scripture, it's actually a demonstration of victory. You know, you say the shouting side is what? The winning side. It's a demonstration that you are on top. When, when Israel saw the decapitated head of Goliath, they shouted. Why? This tormentor that has been speaking at us for 40 days has now been taken out. So whenever you shout, you're demonstrating that you are in charge. Glory, hallelujah. If you know this, you will shout more. Amen. I tell you, you will shout more. You see, because that's the difference between you and the graveyard. You shout. The grave makes no noise, except the noise of beds. You see, God loves to hear the voice of his children. Oh, I tell you, I tell you. He loves to hear your voice. He loves to hear your voice. So after going for some hours, just shout. Speak. Rejoice. God loves to hear your, your, your voice. Glory, hallelujah. Why do we lift up our hands in worship? Why? Why? Why do we lift up our hands? You know, we say it's a sign of surrender. And that's true. That's not a lie. But it's also a sign of victory. When Moses' hands were up, the children of Israel won. When his hands were down, it's a sign of strength. It's a sign of trust. Glory, hallelujah. You lift up those hands, you say, Lord, you are the one I trust. You know, um, Paul was speaking in the book of Acts. He said, they have surrounded us, right? But our eyes are on you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Our eyes are on you. That you would bring us out. Glory, hallelujah. So, there's been many trees. How many of you have seen any Christmas tree? <laughs> but you know, it's not okay for Christmas trees to be put out without understanding. There is a family tree from where you came from that is greater than the Christmas tree. More potent than the Christmas tree. And we want to talk about that this morning. All right, so to get this started, please put the red Tibetan Mastiff on the screen. I want you to look to the screen, everybody. <laughs> I know a lot of people are not dog lovers here. You are? Okay. 
Okay. So, this, this dog is the most expensive dog in the world ever sold. Guess how much it was sold for? Guess how much? Who can guess? Sorry? Okay, it's not up to that. Ah, your, your heart is big, oh. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, for you to start there, your heart is very big. Who can guess? Anybody? Anybody? $300,000, $400,000. Can you guess? Okay, let me, what? Okay, one point something. So, it was, no, dollars, oh. So, this dog was sold for $1.5 million. One point is what it right. <laughs> I don't know how much that much, that that would be in Naira. There's no point. Maybe wait, wait. So point checking. <laughs> One point five million US dollars. And and you know while I was preparing, the Lord asked me to Google the most expensive dog in the world. You see, that's how he started, right? And so I did. And then he asked me, he said, and I'm asking you now, what did this dog do to be born of this breed and of this DNA? Did he do anything? It showed up and found itself as this breed with this DNA. The parent dogs came together and gave birth to this dog and this dog eventually became the most expensive dog in the world. I mean, there are dogs of $15,000, $20,000, but none ever sold for $1.5 I mean, as at the time this was recorded. So maybe today, somebody can get a dog that is worth more than that. And then somebody say, P.O.D., where are we going with this? <laughs> Your family tree. You see, this dog did not determine to be born. He was born to a breed of dogs that the parents came together to produce. And now this is the price that we are willing to pay for it. You see, because your pedigree, where you have originated from, I'm not talking about animal life now. This is animal life. All through this series, I've been showing you the God life. If someone is willing, listen, let me tell you, human beings are the same all around the world. They have the same perceptions in terms of um, recognition of value. I get what I'm saying? If somebody can bring out a thousand, um, a, a million five, all right, to buy a dog that they have seen value in, brothers and sisters, if you realize how much price you are worth in the glorious, precious blood of Jesus, I am telling you there is that person in the universe who will see you for that value and deal with you at that level. But the first thing that must happen is that this guy was, was born without their knowledge, without their contribution. Brothers and sisters, you and I have way more. I only use this to start out the conversation because what I am talking about is a masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, you are worth more than a $1.5 million dog. Oh, say amen. amen. Glory, hallelujah. Now, you know, many of you may not think of yourself like this. In fact, part of the things that has happened to a lot of people in this universe is the fact that the universe 
people that they've met, businesses, jobs, all of those things, have dehumanized them. But I think the greatest dehumanization is the one we do to ourselves. If nobody sees them, and I'm not talking about claim it to you, make it, fake it, I'm not talking about that too. If nobody sees the value that Jesus placed on you, and you too don't see it in yourself, we have a big problem. Because I don't have a problem with nobody valuing you. But I have a problem with you at least finally coming to the point where you agree I am worth something. Glory, hallelujah. That's where this conversation is starting from. So say this with me. I came from an expensive family tree. Say it after me. Say I came from a very precious family tree. I am not talking. Say it with me. Say I am not talking about my natural family. I am talking about my spiritual family. God is great. He gave birth to great kids. And I am one of them. Glory, hallelujah. So put that scripture on the screen, Ephesians chapter number 2, and let's start to teach. Put verse 10, please. So speaking this morning about the concept of the family tree, I'm using this teaching series, and this is good, brother, brother, brother. This is good. This is good. I'm using this to bring us into the conversation of the superiority of the family tree where you and I have come from. The fact that we are born of God. Let's start. It says, for we are his workmanship. Now that word workmanship has to do with masterpiece. In fact, it means the degree of skill with which a product is made or the degree of skill with which a job is done. Please take note of this. The word workmanship or masterpiece has to do with the degree of skill with which a product is made or the degree of skill with which a job is done. Glory, hallelujah. So we are his workmanship. The Bible says we were fabricated. We were designed. We were launched in the assembly line of Jesus Christ himself. We were created in Christ Jesus. Hey, Many of you wear items, they say, made in the U.S., made in China, made in Denmark. You know, for years, for years, we avoided China stuff. You, how many of you remember Chinko phones? That the phone will be ringing louder than your destiny. <laughs> when a phone rings, the phone can vibrate. The whole table will fall. Are you get what I'm saying? The phone has no care in front and apple at the back. Glory, hallelujah. And then the lights from the keypad of the phone can shine into people's future. And guess what? All the while it was fake. All the while it was fake. So now we associate the quality of certain things with where they were made. Many of you now today, interesting, you know, I know these things mysteriously. I just know. <laughs> so now the conversation about here is Vietnam, Vietnam, Vietnamese. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Vietnamese here, five point something million. So the made in, all right, so so and some place can give you an idea of the quality of the product. You are not made in China. 
You are not made in Denmark. You are not made in the U.S. You are not made in Portugal or Italy. You were created in Christ Jesus. If there is a most expensive place in the world, it's in Christ. I get what I'm saying? Listen, we are speaking about authenticity. How many of you have ever bought a fake product? Let me see your hand Fake. No, be honest now. Come on. Have you ever bought a fake product? Glory, hallelujah. How did you feel when you found out it was fake? Some of you, let's use the, you know, those of you in the international space. You know why we have somebody listening from the UK. Those of you, you may not know Computer Village, right? But Computer Village is the place where they can sell your destiny. You know, they will collect your money, then give you phone that has EBA. Fufu. I don't say fufu, what's fufu? Fufu. <laughs> right? And then when you are leaving, you think you bought a phone only for you to get home. And you find out they put a bar. And you paid. To buy a bar, you can make in the house. <laughs> right? You know the disappointment on your face. Good. Now guess what? The Bible says you are an authentic product because of where you were created. In other words, if we serve you to this world, people will not be disappointed. They will not say, I met her and she was a fake. You are all that Jesus says you are. You are everything that Jesus says you are. And you bring to the table everything that he says you bring to the table. Say this with me, I'm not fake. I told you on, on Wednesday that one of the signs of a masterpiece is the originality of it. You're not fake. You were created in Christ Jesus. In other words, you were designed and brought about in the assembly line, the factory place called Christ Jesus. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. It's the most expensive product line in the world. And then you can imagine the products that came out of the artistry. I'm going to go to that. Out of the artistry of Jesus' workmanship. The, the, the share, you see, you see, you see, the problem is that people have been celebrating Christmas, eating rice and turkey, but they have not understood the artistry that came with you. Listen, what I'm sharing with you, let me tell you something. Have you ever sold a product? You determine the price. Hey, what's going on this morning? There's so much weight, utterance. You determine the price. People have bought things from China, imported. They bought it $5. They sell it to us at $15, $20, $35. Because you get to determine the price of the product that you want to sell. And if there is a person willing to buy, business has been done. Brothers and sisters, the one who created you determined how much you're worth. And he called you created in Christ Jesus. It's actually very important. Say this with me. Say I'm a masterpiece. Oh, say it. Say I'm a fine work of art. Say I'm a fine work of artistry. Let me tell you, physically speaking, you are the best thing that happens since sliced bread. From the physical perspective, anybody who is taller than you is too tall. From a physical perspective, and you know, we don't stop with the physical. We have the supernatural. Because when the physical fades, the supernatural sets in. So the supernatural is how you step into places with the presence of God. 
And you can tell people what's going to happen in next week. You say, I see that God has opened doors for you. The passport has come. The visa has come. It's time for you to move. And you're not just flying into another country. Do you know you can fly to another country and still be local? Oh, God, please help me this morning. I want to just preach and go home. Amen? You can travel abroad. Don't let anybody deceive you. And still be local. You only travel to a different location. But you are still local. Because when we ask you, do you know about this other city? Oh, never been there in your life. You're local. And then you don't even have the, the spread, you know, to actually go elsewhere or to act your local. So some people's, some people's biggest dream is to get passport and travel and be local somewhere else such that you have not even left your streets. And God is putting something upon your life that will cause you to be announced globally. Sir, ma, it may not look like it now, but accept God's destiny for your life. Glory, hallelujah. Say this with me. Say, I am his workmanship. So hold on. The last time you were complaining, you are saying God made a mistake. He created a poor product. You know, God is not like man. He doesn't recall. I love what Tosan said when she was leading prayers yesterday. He blessed me so much. He blessed me out of my socks. Oh my God, I tried to contain myself. My goodness, I thought about it over and he blessed me so much. He almost, hey, dear Lord Jesus, I'm telling you, that God does not do upgrades. He doesn't do version upgrades. He doesn't do version 1.0. Version, you say, when I meet my future self, I will love my, this you. <laughs> Created in Christ Jesus. Everything that needed to be in was put. And everything that needed to be out was removed. You are the best thing that happened to this world. Listen, I said you are the best thing that happened to this world. And if you accept it, soon enough, you get comfortable with people calling you proud. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord. Say this with me. I am a masterpiece. I am fruitful. I multiply. I replenish the earth. Put that scripture on the screen. Ephesians 2 and verse 10. Say, I am the Lord's workmanship. I've been created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. Glory, hallelujah. So put that, yeah, thank you. It says, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. That's the master plan. Which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Right? Now that walk in them means we should experience it. So masterpieces are designed to be experienced. And let me tell you three people that should experience the masterpiece. Or, since we know now that you are a masterpiece, you are supposed to experience three things. Number one, you're supposed to experience Jesus. Write it down. Experience Jesus, the masterpiece creator himself. So God has designed that all through your journey on this earth, you will experience Jesus. Say, in the name of Jesus, 
I experienced the good of the goodness of Jesus. I experienced Jesus in my life. Glory, hallelujah. So number one, you experience Jesus. Number two, and this one would, would, would shock you. You experience yourself. And I'm going to dwell here for a bit. I don't want to, you know, I don't, the first one, we'll, we'll, we'll dwell on it all through the month. But you experience yourself. Now, do you know, there's so many people, listen, okay, now that you know that you are a masterpiece, right? If you were to gift yourself anything, what would you gift yourself? Now, the next question I want to ask you, what's stopping you? All right. All right. You see, this will hit a light bulb in your mind because many people still think that their lives in the hands of the nation. They still think that their lives is in the hands of the systems, of their education, of their career. So, okay, let me give you an example. If you drive a Ferrari today, okay? Listen, the Ferrari has to share its experience with itself. You are only benefiting from the experience it's having with itself. In other words, if this masterpiece is not functioning, when you turn on the, just imagine that your Ferrari is a human being. If you turn on the AC, will the AC touch the Ferrari first? Come on, talk to me. It's not a trick question. It's just a way of thinking. If the car doesn't come on, will you experience it? No. So the first person that experiences its masterpieceness is itself. You should not keep pushing things to the environment. So I want to ask you, if you were to gift yourself as a masterpiece that you know you are, what will you give to yourself? Then the next question I want to ask you, what's stopping you? If you understand this thing I have just said, you will realize that what we just did in a couple of minutes where we were praying in the Holy Ghost, that's how we gift ourselves. You gift yourself by praying in the Holy Ghost and prophesying over your life. You are giving yourself the best gift when you do that. <laughs> Hello, church. Are you a masterpiece? Should you enjoy from you? Hello? Should you enjoy from you? Your masterpiece nature. Okay, let me ask you. If you were the president, who would be the first person to enjoy your presidency? You. You'll be the first person to be driving chauffeur, giving the salute, doing all of that. You will be the first person to get on the private jet. It's you first. You might call your mom, but it's you first. This masterpiece, you enjoy it first. God has made you a masterpiece in Christ Jesus. You enjoy it. In other words, anything that you want to see change in your life, is that not what masterpieces do? They change things. So share your experience with yourself. <laughs> and people say, ah, P.O.D., are you sure? Yes, in the place of prayer, you experience Jesus and you experience you. Now, the question I'm asking now is how much of you are you enjoying? Look, okay, we agree. We agree that you're a masterpiece, right? So how much of you are you enjoying? You know, some people don't even like their own company. Have you noticed? Oh, boy, don't act like I'm talking to myself. Some people hate their company. That's why you're jumping every party. We're outside. You're always outside. You don't even enjoy 
yourself. You don't enjoy your own thoughts. You don't enjoy your own creativity, your own artistry. Yeah, but power of God is upon what I'm saying. Have you sat down? The Bible says, Philemon 2 and verse 6, acknowledging every good thing in you. It says, let's, let, let me quote it properly. That the communication of your faith might become effective by the what? By the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. You've got to know it's there to acknowledge it. Acknowledge that you are smart. You are not proud when you say you are smart. You are being aware. I'm a smart man. Oh, I'm not going to talk foolish because you think I should, be, I, should be, I should be humble. What kind of humility is that? I'm bold. Glory, hallelujah. I enjoy my thoughts. I love the way my mind works. I love the creative things that God puts in my heart. Do you love yours? Are you experiencing? Let me tell you what I'm saying. People are waiting for the world to share the experiences of what they've discovered with you. You share the discovery of yourself with yourself. It starts with you first. I'm going to Barbados. If somebody didn't discover Barbados, you won't be going to know Barbados. Hawaii. 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 Are you getting what I'm saying? Glory, hallelujah. You share the experience of your masterpiece with you. Enjoy your own creativity. Enjoy your own thoughts. Remember, we're already created in Christ. So it's not really my thoughts. It's the thoughts of Christ flowing into my heart. But you must come to the point where you are comfortable in your own skin. No, people don't like themselves. Facial serum, they are not fine enough. I don't like the way my hair is. It's just not long. They'll be using things to measure it. This is my leg, safe. Look at masterpiece. Look at how you are describing. This is my leg, safe. I, I wish my leg is. Where is all this body contouring coming from? Where do you think it's coming from? Now I'm going to put more boobs and put more bum bum. Then you now have kidney failure. Oh boy. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? What if you realize that your bum bum is just the way it's supposed to be? It's all right. If God wanted to give you more, he would have given you. Am I talking to somebody this morning? You didn't come, you didn't come ready for meal. You want hourglass. Hourglass. What is hourglass? Are you an hour? What's the problem? Now you are piercing, piercing. You have almost pierced the entire ear. What is going on? Don't, don't, don't fall. What's the problem? I'm not saying you shouldn't pierce too. You see, you can even do as much as, as you feel like. But just make sure, and this is where I'm going. Just make sure that you're not under pressure by the media, by society, to look a certain type of way to be accepted. Please just enjoy you. I'm not saying don't upgrade. I'm saying, do you like you? Do you enjoy your own company? Are you creative enough for you? If you are a masterpiece created in Christ Jesus, 
Are you enjoying your masterpiece status? And the way to do it is to pray a lot. Gift yourself gifts in the place of prayer. Have you bought your first car? Gift yourself a first car. Change the mind. Change that mind. Who told you that anybody owes you anything? Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? This anger with the world. Anger with the world. Nobody owes you nothing. Your first car, gift it to yourself. In prayer, create the car, the shape, the color. Is somebody hearing me? How you receive it. Whether it will have 50 balloons, 150 balloons. Say it in the place of prayer. You are sharing your creative best with yourself. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, a man has become people's retirement plan. Man. Hey. I'm not shaking any table. I'm establishing it. That's, I look at myself and I said, here's how I am going to be kept by a man. So the next prayer is, oh God, bring a man into my life. Bring a man into my life. It, uh, it has to be rich young ruler now. It has to be rich young ruler. See, and when the rich young ruler comes, we don't care what's in his head. Uh, I don't care what's in your head. Your head can be empty. For all I know, just you have words. Wadada. I hear something say, get me some dollars. Ah, I'm living the life. Soft life. I'm a soft girl. Oh, baby, what do you want? Look at this. Look at life. Oh. Baby, what do you want? I just want to travel on a private jet and just go. There. Okay, done. And then you say, per. Per. Eh? Masterpiece, oh. masterpiece. You're supposed to be sharing your masterpiece-ness with you. So if somebody has not gifted you a car yet, don't be angry. Can you gift yourself one? Listen, even us as pastors, we have never lived trusting the members giving. Let me tell you. I gift myself suits in my mind in the place of prayer. I give myself the best cars in my mind. If I wait for people, I will never catch up. They will never catch up. Do you know the speed at which God is putting thoughts in my mind? If I wait for people's movement, I will never move. Do you understand what I'm saying? So in the place of prayer, that which nobody might be able to give to me, I give to myself. I'm always writing down. I'm always writing. And I'm married a wife who likes to write. We like to write. That's why if you see me, you always see me with a pen. You always see me with paper. I'm writing. Always writing. I'm writing something because God is putting creative ideas in my mind. When I meet you, I'll, I'll share with you the things that God has put in my mind that I've written down. I didn't want to forget. That's why I told you. When you're praying, have a pen, have a paper. God will be painting pictures of your geniusness to you. Such that, let me tell you. You see this country. You see this country. You see this country. I don't care where this country goes. I'm going up. You know why? In the place of prayer. You see, that's why you cannot talk me. See, let me, can, can we talk? You can control what you give to me. But you cannot control what I give to myself. 
And you can never be angry for what I give to myself. Imagine you're like that. I'm telling you, you'll be light years ahead of a lot of people. Say, in the name of Jesus, I'm a masterpiece. And I am sharing my experience with myself. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sit down and hear your own advices. I guess what I'm saying? Hear the, the beauty of your thoughts. Just hear how you think. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. You see, the quality of thoughts I was sharing with him, the same quality of thoughts I'm sharing with myself. Give yourself permission to enjoy this masterpiece. If you want to travel abroad, you are thinking of cargo plane. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm eating some of you had cargo plane, Egypt air. So those who enter a business class and they fly, yeah, they, they, they have 18 heads. Now guess what? Here's where I'm going. You see, the same masterpiece gift that you have not given to yourself, you can't give to the gospel. So if you now, with your, your, with your dignified self, you are thinking of going through cargo plane, Egypt air. You, in fact, you've seen the hours, 19 hours. This masterpiece nature has not got you to the point where you think, no, not me. Turn to your neighbor say, share your masterpiece with yourself. Tell them, you deserve it. Glory, hallelujah. Great thoughts, amen. Great visions, Amen. Why? I'm a masterpiece created what? In Christ Jesus unto good works. And you know the third people that you share your masterpiece with? Is with others. Write it down. With others. Now listen. It's what you've gifted yourself that you give to others. Let me tell you something. I, 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 maybe on this note I'll close because yeah, got to close now. I think this will be it. So you come on Wednesday, and I'll finish it. There's a lot to say, but I'll finish it. You know, once I close my note, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Guess what, brothers and sisters? Ah, you people don't believe I'm done. I'm done. What kind of thing is this? I'm done. Believe me. <laughs> So you share this masterpiece with others. In other words, listen. When we see your housemaids, they should look good. In fact, they should be treated well. You know why? You are sharing an extension of yourself to other people. You see this thing that people don't say thank you. Is how you see yourself. Don't worry. If you don't say thank you to me, I receive thank yous a lot from myself. Do you understand? I tell myself, thank you for that thought that you thought. Thank you for helping that person. Thank you for sharing the light of the gospel. So that even if I don't get it from you, I give it to myself a lot. And guess what? It's out of what I give to myself that I say thank you for leading TIO. 
Thank you for being a blessing to us. It's a way of thinking. It's a masterpiece life. How can a masterpiece come into your space and you treat them like rag? When we say set up the church in a fine way, it's because masterpieces are coming. Amen. Amen. You don't set up the church where when a governor comes. In the name of Jesus. Whether you are governor or not, you will sit at the back if you come late. In the name of Jesus. We will respect you. But the back seat is also, he has, <laughs> it's comfortable. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's out of the abundance of what you have been gifting yourself that you give to other people. This masterpiece nature. Okay, look at this. Imagine you're a cake baker. When you want to bake for yourself, you bake the best. The moment you want to bake for others, you do the worst. What manner of cake baker? You see how you are saying, ah. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Out of that which God has blessed you with, that you're enjoying. You're enjoying your own company. You're enjoying your own thoughts. The beauty of your own mind. You're enjoying the imaginations that the Spirit of God is putting in your heart. And you will now bless other people with it. You see all these things I have just said. The summary of it is that you must be a person of prayer. A person of prayer. How do you gift yourself things before the world gathers to give you gifts of those things? In prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the nations for the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. In prayer. As you pray, God opens your mind to see. Let me tell you. If you allow the environment to give you that sense, you either steal or do something funny to be able to live at that level. But if God blesses you with it, he will open the door and cause you to walk in it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And then you, out of the abundance of what he has blessed you with, you now start to gift other. This is the opening of my message. <laughs> I was opening the message with this. It was my introduction. Then you now start blessing. Listen, let me tell you, I, I wish you see how the Spirit of God wants me to say it. Some of you understand it. Now the Holy Ghost is saying, take it to another level. Masterpiece behavior. Masterpiece behavior. Fellow masterpiece. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, masterpiece, masterpiece. How are you doing? Great. Oh, good to see you. Oh, wow. We treat ourselves well. Glory, hallelujah. Masterpiece behavior includes that you go told somebody hey, that I'm going to meet you at 10 o'clock. You don't keep them waiting. Hey, look at how I'm just, everybody quiet today. I guess I'm, you don't keep them waiting without a word. You would think it's control. It's not control. It's masterpiece behavior. If I'm running late and I have a meeting with you, Masterpiece behavior. Another masterpiece is waiting for you. Tell them you are running late. It's honor. It's respect. You see these things we're sharing. This is how nations are built. Say this with me. Say it out loud. Say I'm a masterpiece. I'm a masterpiece. Say it again. Say I'm a, I'm a masterpiece. Say it one more time. Say I'm a masterpiece. I'm a masterpiece. What is market woman behavior? No, 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 no. Not anymore. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. You relate with yourself as a masterpiece. You share the brightest ideas to yourself. Listen, I close, right? 
The world will not give you will not give you the permission to share the best ideas with yourself. They won't. Everybody wants the best but you. They don't want to give you the best, but they want the best for themselves and their children. Why do our politicians travel abroad? You think they don't know the best? They know, but they can't see themselves sharing the best with other people. That's not master. It doesn't matter. See, when you enter a rich man's house and you go, wow, 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 wow. Hmm? Make sure that you will go wow when he opens his brain. Because he can open his mouth and his brain and you'll be disappointed. It's not a wow. Any, any good thing that is only you that is supposed to enjoy is a bad thing. Amen. Amen. Good hospital. Only you know the road to a good hospital is a bad thing. It is, I am a masterpiece. She is a masterpiece. All of us must enjoy good health. Brothers and sisters, can you now see the reason why we need many of you in leadership? Many of you in governance. Many of you in business. Glory, hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Yes, sir. Say, I'm a masterpiece. I'm a masterpiece. And I, pre- I create good works. I good in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. So how will you relate to yourself this week? Masterpiece. Glory to God. Rise to your feet. Thank you for engaging with us in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello.blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprint Church and on Instagram at The Blueprint Church. Share.